Today's bonus episode of the Buttecast is brought to you by Park Street Liquors. If you're looking for it, Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew today. They can assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menu. They can also point you to the finest whiskeys, regional spirits, or the latest RTDs. Park Street Liquors. Call 406-782-6278 or stop by at 133 West Park Street. Make your story legendary. Now, let's get this thing started. Welcome to the Butte Cast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world, Butte, America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. The first Montana State High School baseball tournament is in the books, and the Polson Pirates are the state's first champions. Hopefully, you had a chance to watch some of the games during the tournament at Three Legends Stadium in Butte. There really were some great games and so many great players to watch. We got to see players like Jared Wilson of Polson. He is a star left-handed quarterback who signed with Montana Tech. I can't wait to see him play for the Ordiggers. We also got to see Belgrade's Diego Casas. Talk about a tough catcher who just plays the game the right way. He has a bright future, and he is really fun to watch. With only two Class AA teams playing during the inaugural season, I think a lot of people were surprised to see the high level of play at the state tournament. It really was a great brand of baseball, and the Mining City, as usual, did a heck of a job hosting the action. Of course, we all wanted to see the Butte High Bulldogs live up to the unreasonably high expectations that were placed upon the team. If the tournament were played again this coming weekend, I would still like the Bulldogs' chances of winning. In baseball, though, you just never know. Sometimes, things just do not go the way you would like them to. The Bulldogs, though, still put up a good performance, and they did it the right way. Our boys should still hold their heads up high after an outstanding first season of baseball. That goes even more for freshman Cade Steitzer. The shortstop suffered what is potentially a very serious elbow injury during the last game of the regular season. He tried to play shortstop to start the state tournament, but he had to be moved to first base because he could not throw at full strength. Still, Steitzer gave the Bulldogs everything he had. It really was an incredible performance that has to rank up there with Willis Reed, Jack Youngblood, and Alicia Wheeler. That is what today's column is about. You can read it for yourself at ButteCast.com. Tapper Light. Gutsy Steitzer will put spring in coach's step for years to come. Matt Steppen had a spring in his step, and I'm pretty sure he winked at me as he walked out to make a pitch and change. We were competing in a Little League baseball game in the 9-10 age division at Father Sheehan Park. My team was down one run, but we were about to take the lead in the top of the last inning. We had the bases loaded, nobody out, and some good hitters coming up. Steppen, though, had a bounce in his step because he knew he had an ace in the hole. He had Cade Steitzer. Before I get into the story, I need to back up for a little background. At this point in my career coaching my son's Little League teams, I was about 0-12 against teams coached by Steppen, Montana Tech's Director of Athletics, and none of those games were even close. 
One time, when we were coaching in the 7-8 division, we played in a blizzard on the south field of the Missoula Avenue complex. The snow was coming in sideways, and the wind chill factor had to be in single digits. It was so cold that two parents pulled their kids out of the game and took them home in the middle of an inning. Steppen's players, though, just kept walking around the bases. At one point, I pleaded with the young umpire to call strikes because I was on my last pitcher who could even come close to the plate, and he was running into the pitch count limit. If the umpire didn't start calling strikes, I said, we would never get through the top of the inning and go home and thaw out. A year or two later, I lost to one of Steppen's teams when the temperature was nearly 100 degrees warmer. As an assistant on the Northwest Little League 9-10 All-Star team, I watched in the baking Great Falls dugout as the Mile High All-Stars batted around and around and around. It was not an exaggeration to say we lost by 30 runs in both games. I swear, Gunnery Appel batted against us five times in one inning. That is why I was so excited to have a chance to take the lead against Steppen's team in the last inning. Like me, Jake Larson, one of my assistant coaches, immediately knew we were in trouble when Steitzer walked to the mound. In his best Lou Brown voice, Jake said, Give me Vaughn, a reference to Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn closing out the awful Yankees in the movie Major League. Nine pitches and three strikeouts later, we were in the handshake line after another loss to Steppen's team. Yes, Steitzer struck out three batters on just nine pitches to end the game. It took him longer to warm up than it did to mow us down. Steitzer was only nine or ten when he got the save that day, but I had already known he was a special player for years. I knew that since the first morning I took my son to play in the Knights of Columbus Little Kids Hoops program one Saturday. Steitzer, with his long flowing hair, was playing with kids his own age, probably five and six. Bernie Boyle and his sons put on the temporary baskets, which were only about seven feet high, and that was way too easy for Steitzer. It was so easy for him that he did not miss a single shot in the time that I watched him. He scored on layups and deep shots, and my son and I marveled at what we were watching. Dad, Grady said, that girl is really good. That's not a girl, I said, and that might be the best young athlete I've ever laid eyes on. The best part about watching Steitzer play that morning, though, was not his ability. Rather, it was his beyond-his-years selflessness. His passing was even more impressive than his running and shooting, and he made sure that every player on his team got a chance to score. I have never seen a kid so young have such awareness, so I made sure to go out of my way to tell Kate and his parents how impressed I was with him that day. Of course, it was no surprise to learn that Luke Steitzer is Kate's dad, Luke was a stud in every sport he played in high school at Butte Central, but he was particularly good at baseball. In all my years covering American Legion baseball, he is the best Butte player I have seen. He was teammates with Rob Johnson, and at the time I would have bet my house that if one player from that team would have made it to the big leagues, it would have been Steitzer. Johnson, now a former Mariner, Padre, Cardinal, and Met, would have taken my house. Like his dad, Kate Steitzer is a baseball phenom, but the younger Steitzer looks like he will be even better than his dad. At 13, he led Butte to a senior Little League state title. At 14, he helped lead the Butte Miners to the Class A state and Northwest A regional titles. At 15, Kate Steitzer started at shortstop for Butte High's first baseball team. During the year, he proved that he was one of the best players in the state on offense and defense. He also proved to be one of the toughest players and one of the best teammates. During the last game of the regular season, Steitzer threw the ball to first base and felt a sharp pain in his elbow. The trainers feared the worst. While he wore his right arm in a sling during the week, Steitzer still played for the Miners in the state tournament. The first time he had to throw the ball to first, though, his arm hurt again. The coaches had to move him to first base, where he played with one healthy arm. But he still played all out. During Butte's 6-5 loss to Florence Carlton in extra innings Thursday, Isaac Bates hit a hard shot toward the right side of the infield as teammate Brody Hinsdale raced home from third. 
Steitzer laid out to knock the ball down. Then, with an arm he knew might be headed to surgery, he threw the ball to home as hard as he could, trying to save Butte's championship hopes. Steitzer put his team above his agony. Hinsdale was safe and the Bulldogs lost, but it wasn't because of a lack of effort. Steitzer competed through pain that had to be incredible the whole tournament, trying to help his teammates win. It is a performance that, in my book, ranks right up with Alicia Wheeler taking a hard shot off the face, going to the hospital for a CT scan, and then pitching Butte Central to the Class A state title in Billings in 2000. Bulldog coach Jim LaProus called Steitzer's effort the most gutsy performance by any player he has ever coached. This week, Steitzer will learn the severity of the injury. He will know if he will be able to play Legion ball with some rest and physical therapy, or if he will have to undergo Tommy John surgery. Whatever news he gets, though, we know it will only be a temporary setback for the great Kate Steitzer. He will be back, and his future will be as bright as ever. His coaches will have a spring in their step and a wink in their eye for a long, long time. Proud to be from Europe, America, USA.